Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. times when there's a story in Virginia they'll reach out to me ask my opinion try and figure out what is really going on in our beloved Commonwealth and I said I I can only tell you this I have not watched the videos and I I don't plan to watch the videos but tomorrow afternoon at 505 I do have someone who has not only watched her videos but has analyzed her videos, and you're going to think it's nuts. He has a background, well, uh, uh, in porn. No, I'm not giving any details right now. I'm holding that until tomorrow at 5.05. But anyway, I'm telling the reporter from uh, American Family Radio, uh, it's, it's a swing district. It's a very important district. And I was first tipped off to these videos not by Republicans, but by Democrats. And he said to me, well, I, I reached out to the Virginia Democrats and said, I'd like to get your perspective on this, your opinion. And you know what they did? They said, you talk to her. Nope, we got, no, we, we got nothing to do with this. You talk to her. There are some allegations here. The buzz is that she was raising money for her campaign with these videos. I've not been able to independently uh, confirm that, so I'm not going to run with that. But that is, in fact, what, uh, what I have heard. Now, what's happening here is that the real reporters and serious journalists, as I said, they're doing everything possible to carry water for her and try and turn the story away from her, which is what it's all about and turn it towards people who were tipping people off. She got caught. Now, I looked at this, and I thought, well, you know, when I when, when they first told me about it, some of these uh, notes and emails, I thought, well, she's a married mom now, lives in the suburbs, got two kids. She's a nurse practitioner. She's obviously very intelligent. I thought, you know, she probably did it when she was in high school or college, and it's, it's pretty flippin' stupid, but what are you going to do? It's probably 20 years ago. 
No. It's apparently not even 20 months ago. And so, despite the best efforts of the reporters who are going to try and turn your attention away from the story, I will turn your attention back to the story. The story is that a fully formed adult woman, the Democrat Party nominee for House of Delegates, has exhibited such unbelievably poor personal judgment that there's no way on God's green earth that anybody ought to be taking her seriously and voting for her in this race. She, because she has no defense, she, because she cannot explain her lack of judgment, has said, well, you know, if anybody shared those videos, man, that's, that's a crime. Hey, no offense, but ma'am, this is about you. And even though, as I've said, you will have members of the legacy news media doing their best to deflect for you, doing their best to turn the story in a different direction, the rest of us will keep the focus where it belongs. And I can't believe this. It's the Washington Post, you know, hardly a member of the vast right-wing conspiracy, who broke the story in the general media. Wasn't a local person. Wasn't a local reporter. It's the Washington Post. Now, it, it does. It probably says a lot about uh, some some of the local reporters that they weren't on top of this. Or it might say something about who it was that decided to reveal this. Who was it, do you think? Was it a mean, nasty, underheaded Republican operative? Mm, I don't know. Was it one of her fellow Democrats? Well, it's possible. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know. When you're asking the community to trust you, and honestly, isn't that what running for office is? It's the biggest request for, for trust you can imagine, really, in a, in a public sense. This shows such incredible poor judgment on her part that I do not know how anyone votes for her. I just don't know. I don't know. And what does it say about her husband? God, I can't even imagine that. Whose idea was this? Was it hers? Susanna Gibson, because, you know, the other thing about this, with, with such poor judgment evidenced here, if I had been seeing her, she were, she were my primary care provider, which, which happens, nurse practitioners and physician's assistants, they serve as primary care providers. Boy, I, I'd really have to be asking myself, is, is this the person that I want responsible for my health care? How about the other moms that send kids to the same school as Susanna Gibson? I don't know about you. I'm not sure that I, I would want to associate with her. I'd have real questions again about her husband. You know, that's the other thing. Husband, apparently, obviously is part of this. Who does that? I just, I, I, my mind boggles. Now, perhaps in some circles, in some ways, in some places, this is the norm. 
But, man, I, I don't know those people. I really don't. I really, honest to goodness, don't. We are going to talk more about this. Let me remind you about the text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Now, the first text comes in and says, hey, cats, wake up, you're on the air. Yeah, I've, I've been on the air. Uh, we have been experiencing uh, some technical difficulties at the radio factory, which, as I understand, are, uh, are now repaired and we're back up uh, the way we should be. See, if you were with me on the Getter Live Cats, you would not have missed a moment because we have been live there since the very beginning. Okay, 833-804-1140. If you want to shoot me a text, 833-804-1140. Coming up in 20 minutes... Reva Trammell, our friend, member of the Richmond City Council, uh, represents the South Side uh, 8th District. We're going to be talking all about this casino effort, the latest casino effort. And at 535, my buddy uh, John McGuire, now a member of the State House Delegates, he is running, as you know, for the State Senate. And uh, I just think he's one of the best guys out there. So I'm looking forward to chatting with John about some of his accomplishments. And not just his. I mean, the, this new budget looks pretty good for most folks. Uh, but what he wants to do, if he is uh, fortunate enough to become a member of the state senate, it is three fifteen. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Three twenty-two. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon, and yes, once again we are experiencing technical problems in the radio factory. Hopefully, they're going to be fixed uh, very, very, very soon. That's our uh, our goal here. We'll see. Uh, a suggestion to everybody, WD-40 fixes everything. Coming up at uh, 335, City Council Member Reva Trammell is going to be here. You know, she represents the, uh, the 8th District, the South Side. That's where this uh, new casino would be located if, in fact, a new casino comes about. The uh, Folks in Richmond have got a do-over on the vote. There's a lot of effort, a lot of effort to get a positive vote this time. It was voted down narrowly, but still voted down the last time that uh, there was an election in Richmond. Now, the uh, the matter of this uh, candidate for the House of Delegates, who in her spare time is a, is a porn star. Well, I don't know. Is she actually a porn star? Is she a starlet? Is she... I. I, I... This is one of those things I can honestly say I don't really know all that much about. And I realized I I was getting older as I I would see stories referencing adult performers and think, I don't know who that is. I have no idea. So I I don't know about this website. And I must tell you, in, in all candor, I don't really give a crap what it is that she and her husband do in the privacy of their own home. You know? Uh, he wants to get dressed up like a sheep, and she's marching around the house like little Bo Peep. That's her business. They want to swing naked from the ceiling fans? Again, their business. But when you put all this stuff out online, you ask people to pay for it, and then you say, oh, by the way, I am absolutely positively the best person to go up to the House of Delegates and be your advocate, I'm responsible. I I don't think you are. 
Mike in Bottoms Bridge says, Jeff, it seems like depravity and immorality run rampant with the Marxist Party. Yeah. Danny out in New Kent says, this situation definitely reveals her character flaws, period. Unfortunately, there are people with poor character that will still vote for her. It's sad. Well, that's the thing. There are going to be plenty of people. Absolutely. There'll be plenty of folks looking and go, I don't care. Okay. Eh, not my district. Guess I'm not going to be overly concerned. But, you know, it's one of the things I think I'll be addressing. September the 19th, I am the keynote speaker for a, a very special gathering of the Henrico County GOP. If, you would if you'd like to attend the speech, and this is going to be a very, very good speech. Not that I ever deliver bad speeches. Uh, but this is going to be an especially good speech. My suggestion is that you look up Henrico GOP, the Henrico County Republican Party. You can look them up online, look them up on Facebook, get all the details there about coming out to this event again. It is September the 19th, and uh, it should be an excellent, excellent event. Uh, I, it's, and it's not one of those things where I'm introducing other people. I've told you this. I don't do that whole M MC stuff. I don't understand people who do MC, Master of Ceremonies. Last thing I want to do is introduce someone else. Uh, I go and I speak. People introduce me. It's not the other way around. But anyway, uh, it is September the 19th. Believe it or not, it's a week from today. Henrico County GOP, again, visit their website, visit them on Facebook, Henrico County GOP, and you'll be able to uh, come out and enjoy the experience. Reba Trammell is coming up at uh, 335. It is 326. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. You started the conversation, then what, did, what were you saying? 35, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is a Tuesday afternoon, two hours from now. My friend John McGuire is going to be here, member of the House of Delegates, uh, running for the state Senate. I wanted to get a little more detail on some of the stuff that was in the budget. You know, we chatted with uh, State Senator Siobhan Donovan the other day, got some insight there, uh, chatted with uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, some insight there. And I wanted to hear from John because, as I said, he's in the House of Delegates right now running for the State Senate. I'm just curious what he thinks might carry over. Uh, we'll do that at uh, 535. The citizens in the city of Richmond have a do-over. Remember last time this casino was proposed, it was put on the ballot, and it was defeated. Now, it wasn't a big margin, but it was still defeated. And there were a lot of folks that said, well, we don't like the design of the ballot. It wasn't explained properly. Uh, Lamar Stoney did a, 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 just a terrible, terrible job of uh, campaigning for it. Whatever the reasoning was, uh, there's a second bite of the apple. See, the casino is back on the ballot, and folks in the city of Richmond are going to get to uh, vote yay or nay. My friend Reva Trammell is a member of the uh, Richmond City Council, represents uh, Southside District, the 8th uh, the District, and she has been a major proponent of the casino from uh, day one. And I keep saying casino, and I know Reva's going to correct me on this because there's a lot more than just the casino there. Uh, she's going to uh, just enlighten us a little bit. Reva, as always, thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you, Jeff, for having me on your show today. I really appreciate this. Oh, the uh, the pleasure is always mine. All right, I keep saying casino, and I know you're going to correct me. Tell me what else That's is involved right. with this, all right? It's a resort. It's a resort. We have a 55-acre park. It's going to be a, a 
beautiful hotel. It's going to be jobs, 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 and it's going to be jobs that my people want to do and can do. And plus, right. it's going to offer jobs everywhere. And you know what, Jeff? A lot of people don't realize this. Go to the grocery store. Go to Lowe's. Go to Home Depot and see what you see. It's all self-checkout. They've gotten rid of the cashiers. Those people could be looking for jobs, too. That's right. That's you right. know? I mean, yeah. we've got so many people that are hollering and screaming, we can't find jobs. And not only that, look at the assessments that have gone up in the city. Oh my, I've been getting calls. I've got 15 calls already today. People asking, what are y'all going to do about this? You know, the tax rate is $1.20, and it's outrageous. Now, Reva, before we move back to the uh, the resort thing, let's talk a little bit about that tax rate and the increase in the assessments. What exactly has happened in the city of Richmond, and how is it impacting people like those who live in your district? It's just gone up and up and up, and there they're saying, the assessor is saying, because we've not raised the assessments in years and years, now with all this development coming into not only the 8th District, but all over the city, mm-hmm. it's raised the property value, it's raised the taxes. You know, the, but it's up to city council to reduce it. Not the mayor, not the assessor, but us. We can do it. And I tried last year doing the budget cycle. And then, yeah, the mayor gave everybody like a bonus, but that bonus what did it amount to? Two to what? Three hundred dollars? That's a one-time thing. We need this city council needs to roll it back, and this casino resort. We call it the resort. Yeah. And it's and you know what? Richmond wins if we can get this. Not only in my eighth district, not in the neighborhood. It's off the of ninety-five Commerce Road, Bell's mm-hmm. Road. It's not in the neighborhood. It would offer things that. What other big thing is coming into this city? That's going to bring in 1,300 jobs plus. Plus, they're going to have benefits. They're going to have $55,000 jobs. Okay. You know? Loads is not off in that. Reva, let let, let me just point point out, you know, we we used to have the Coliseum, and people talked about how it needed to be improved, or we needed to do this with the boxes or the rest of it. And and instead of improving it, uh, this mayor just said, oh, we're just shutting the whole dang thing down. It's been shut there. It's an eyesore now. It's an attraction uh, for the homeless at this point. And we haven't replaced it in any way. So will this resort then provide, say, concerts or circuses or or pro wrestling? Is that going to, in other words, it's going to have an arena situation that people could go to? Yes, and also Churchill Downs is going to be at my meeting this Thursday night, September the 14th, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. to speak about all the other things that this resort is going to offer. Okay, it's just not going to be a casino. It's okay. going to be entertainment. It's going to be a 55-acre park where we can have concerts outside at night, like Chesterfield and Henrico does. We don't have nothing like that, not mm-hmm. in my district, not right. in Southside. Yeah. You got to go to a Dogwood Dale. You got to go to Maymar Park. You got to go places like that. You know, mm-hmm. give us something in my district that we can be proud of and that we want. Why and, tell us no? And wait, that's something I want everybody to understand. You're, t- you're talking about Churchill Downs. They are part of this project now, right? It's not yes. just Urban One. That's right. That's right. And they're doing a great job on the advertisement too. They really are. I mean, the whole, all the commercials has changed. And, and it's got it's got the right message, and it's letting people know this is just not for Southside, not just for the 8th District, but for all of Richmond. All of Richmond will win with this development. 
Reva Trammell is, is with us. Reva is uh, a great person. She's a friend. She is a member of the Richmond City Council, re- represents uh, 8th District Southside. But as you talk about this development, you talk about this resort, uh, you are talking about creating jobs. And, and, and again, let's talk about the salary and the benefits that you've been told will come with these jobs. What are those numbers, Reva? $55,000 for the employees a job that they would want to do and come to work. Also benefits, Mm -hmm. profit sharing, all of that. Education, to to send them to college. Okay. so There's a lot of things that, that, you know, they're talking about, but people, like I said, just don't say no. Come and listen. Come and ride my district. And I will tell you right now, Jeff, a lot of the, the new homeowners that's coming into my district, I went and visited a lot of people um, Saturday and Sunday because they had no power Saturday, and they were saying, oh, my God, we want this. This is beautiful. Yeah. And they, they, they had the, the door hangers, and they were showing them to me. Now, let me ask you about the assessments. So go, go back to the beginning. If all this development we've had in the city has, has, has raised the assessments and the values and the rest of it, isn't this just going to push everything even further up, or is there a concerted effort to, to manage it? No, because we're going to roll back the tax. We're going to roll back the tax, the tax rate. Okay. I know city council is talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're hearing from the people. Thank God the people have finally um, voiced their opinion and started coming out saying, enough is enough. Help us. Yeah. You know, get, you know reduce the real estate tax. Do something. I mean, stormwater. We have stormwater that's gone up. Utilities gone up. Right. Right. I have and to you want to know you. something, Jeff? Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? Yeah. Don't people need to realize Portsmouth bought him what nine million dollars in one week? Nine million. Yeah. They're going to give us twenty five million up front. Yep. Yeah, I, listen, I, I I happen to think, you know this, I happen to think it's a great opportunity. There are people mm-hmm. who attack me. My God, we're against gambling. I, I'm not I'm not even talking about the gaming portion of it. I think that's an individual decision. You want it, you don't want it, uh, you know, to go there to play. That's up to you. But... I do look at the jobs, and I look at the job opportunities. Now, I don't think it solves every problem that uh, the city of Richmond is contending with, but I think it does provide uh, a great employment avenue for a lot of people. I have to ask you, while I have you on the phone, Reva, you're the chair of the Public Safety Committee. You and I are both appalled at what the uh, the sheriff in the city of Richmond has been doing uh, in terms, well, in terms of everything. I mean, have you made any progress in, in getting to the bottom of that disaster there? No, I'm not. No, I haven't. No. Mm-mm. Only thing I'm worried about right now is the casino. That's what I'm pushing 24-7 because the people keep saying, please, please, we got to get this this time. And you know what, Jeff? Think about it. Early voting starts, what, in 10 days? Yeah. September yep. the, Friday, September the 22nd. Yep. But as far as the sheriff, I don't know what she's doing. I just know I'm still getting calls from the family members yep. upset about their loved ones being the, horrible conditions in that jail horrible and it's all because of her lack of leadership there is no leadership none no there is none there Uh, if folks want to learn a little bit more about this whole uh, casino resort voting effort again uh, early voting starts in just about 10 days uh, is there a website they should go to should they reach out to you they can they can call me 804-240-5050. Also, there's a website. Also, they can come to my meeting this Thursday night. Where's it going to be? At 6 o'clock, Satellite, 4,000 block of, oh, that's right, Richmond Highway, 23234. 
<laughs> change the name, did you? All right. Uh, didn't change the conditions, though. I'll yeah. tell you that. Did not change the conditions, but you know what? I'm there. I don't live but two blocks off of it. Yeah. Yep. Well. Well, you're a good person, Reeve. Listen, I appreciate you being here. Uh, hope to see you soon at one of these events. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting I hope more you come, Thursday. I'm going to try. I'm I hope you try. come. Because the mirror's supposed to be popping in. I just yeah. got a little text. The mirror's popping in, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I may still come, even if he is there. How's that? Ha! Ah, okay. Uh, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> thank you, Reva. I'll see that you is, Thursday. All right. I, I hope so, my friend. That is Reva Travels. She's a member of the Richmond City Council representing that South Side area. It's the 8th District. Uh, I know there are people that just hate the idea of gambling. I get it. No, I really do. Oh, my God. Somebody lost their house. I, I understand that. What I would say is I, I would like to treat adults as adults. And if you choose to participate in gaming, gambling, whatever you want to call it, you do it. Uh, and and I am looking at this project. I don't think it solves all the problems of Richard. No mistake. It's not a uh, be-all, end-all situation. But the idea of creating a whole slew of good-paying jobs with benefits, with a livable salary, uh, with opportunity for additional training and education, I do think that probably uh, is a pretty good idea. If I lived in the city of Richmond, yeah, I think I would probably vote in favor of it. 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon. So much that we're dealing with. Oh, oh, we've made a national press yet again. Central Virginia has, anyway, the uh, the porn lady who would like to serve in the House of Delegates. Oh, people all over the country now talking about her. And, and, and listen, I... If, if if that's your thing, then that's your thing. I, I am not. Uh, I, I just. Uh, I, I just think it shows a terrible lack of judgment. Again, I first heard the story and I thought, oh come on, she was doing this when she was in high school or college. She was just a dope, and what are you going to do? Well, it's, it's like last week. It demonstrates to me a severe lack of good judgment. And good judgment is something we need from our elected representatives. There is a reason that we we examine the records of people who are running for office. We, we hear what it is that they endorse or they support or they don't support. And most of us who are decent people are, are willing to make allowances for just about everybody. Well, they did this and it really wasn't all that good. And what are you going to do? I'm the guy who believes everybody deserves a second chance. I, I believe that to my core. And in fact, I, I believe in a lot of cases, people deserve a second, second chance. But when you are asking the public to entrust you with their future, because that's what elected representatives do. If you're in the House of Delegates, you're in the State Senate, you're making policy that's going forward. Right? You're figuring out how you attract businesses, how you get better schools, how you do right by children in the community. We ask them to be the custodians of our of our hopes. And I I, I just I just don't see it with her. 
Jeff, this is Adam and Henrico. Finally, we have a candidate that's willing to bear it all. Yep, yep, sure, sure did. Uh, Jeff, Reva Trammell is nuts. She's she's high as a kite. Nobody will go to a resort in Richmond. All right, I, I don't think Reva is nuts or high. I, I just think she's pretty passionate about this uh, proposed casino resort in the city. Jeff, Susanna Gibson should replace the stethoscope in her candidate photo with a boa. Hmm, that's an interesting thing. I'm looking at her uh, her mailer right here. Susanna Gibson standing up to special interests. Huh. Susanna Gibson's roots run deep in Virginia, where she was born and raised. As a wife, a mother of two, a seasoned nurse practitioner, and an accomplished public health specialist, her family has embraced Western Henry. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ico is their home for more than a decade. Inspired by her genuine passion for enjoy, ensuring the well-being of the community. Boy, there are just some words. You know, you know that happens, right? You, you go... I, it, if I would have seen this mailer two weeks ago, I would have looked at it and went, okay, that's interesting. But now I'm starting to pick out some words here, and I'm thinking this is, uh, I I don't think I would have selected <laughs> the same verbiage. Now, now you know, I, I've, I've had such good things to say about my new uh, executive producer, Jeremy, over the, uh, the last couple of months. Have I not? Doing a great job. By the way, yesterday... Very, very special show for me, as you know, September the 11th. It's just it, it, it's, it's one of those dates that, for me, hits hard. And uh, we, we had uh, some challenges getting all of the, uh, the appropriate audio, putting it together right, getting any, everything lined up. Anyway, uh, Jeremy did an absolutely spectacular job yesterday, so I appreciate that. But then, moments ago, he's sending me, he's sending me suggestions... For campaign bumper stickers for Susanna Gibson, which I, I will absolutely I will I will stipulate to the fact that they're damn funny, but I I can't say that on the air. Can I? No. No, I can't. No, no, I can't. But man, you you can write your own punchlines and make no mistake, there are a boatload of punchlines available. For this Susanna Gibson. The biggest punchline is coming from reporters. 
news people who were doing their damnedest to carry the water for her and convince you that she's the real victim here. Not a chance. No way, no how. John McGuire will be with us at uh, 535. It's 356, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Everybody's talking about the the porn candidates, the porn nurse, and the nurse practitioner. You know what that means? She's really smart. Looking at her mailer again. No, no. If you didn't hear it, let me let me share this with you because you may not live in the district. I don't live in the district. I, I'm I'm reading this by the way in the Washington Post. Isn't it amazing? We've got the uh, the local reporters, in many cases, trying to do the bidding of the Susanna Gibsons. Well, you know, there were Republicans who shared this, man. They're, they're guilty of a crime, and they're invading her privacy and all. And I'm thinking, well, it was the Washington Post that broke the story. And, and if you went out and looked at her uh, her online videos, you know, that's on you. I'm just trying to stay above the fray. Susanna Gibson standing up to special interests. What are those special interests you're standing up to, ma'am? I, no, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Let me read to you what she wrote. Susanna Gibson's roots run deep in Virginia, where she was born and raised. As a wife, a mother of two, a seasoned nurse practitioner, and an accomplished public health specialist, her family has embraced Western Henrico as their home for more than a decade. Inspired by her genuine passion for ensuring the well-being of the community. Hmm. What does she say she's going to do? Well, Susanna Gibson running for delegate to take on special interests and fight for you. Number one, deliver tax cuts for middle-class families, not giant corporate special interests. Uh-huh. Number two, lower health care costs and take on big pharma so you can get the medicine and care you need. Mm, okay. Number three, fight skyrocketing housing costs and protect against predatory developers whether you rent or own. What exactly does that, any of that mean? No, well, honest to goodness, what does it mean? We're, okay, so you're in favor of tax cuts for middle-class families. All right, well, you know what? Everybody is in favor of tax cuts for middle-class families. All right, that sounds good to me. Lower health care costs. How are you going to do that? Are you cutting your rates? Are you supplementing your nurse practitioner's salary with the porno shots so that you can charge your... Your patients, your customers, your clients, I don't even know what you call them. You can charge them let patients, right? If you're a nurse practitioner, yeah, they would be patients. But over on your porno business place, you'd, you'd have what? Clients? Customers? 
viewers. No, I guess they're just viewers. Well, no, but you know, that's the thing is that they can't be just viewers because the whole point of this website she was involved in was that, that people who were watching were able to chat with her online and then uh, ask her to perform certain acts, which she apparently would do, and then they would give her, quote, tokens or tips, which is really money. So tomorrow at 5.05, I've got somebody joining us. I'm not going to tell you who it is just yet, uh, but this is his bailiwick, uh, adult entertainment. And and he's he's watched the videos. He's gone back and taken a look at all of the, uh, the time stamps. There's just a lot more to this than we're hearing, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. She's, she's not going to be my state delegate, and she wouldn't be my state delegate, not, not because I care that she makes videos with her husband, but it's the fact that they're, they're online and she's doing it for money, and she's done it recently. God, it's just that's the thing. If you would have told me, oh, Jeff, you know, the, she was 18 years old and she was in college. It's like, yeah, all right. What are you going to do? But she's 40 years old. 40 years old. You're telling me at 40 you don't know better than this? You're telling me that when you, you make these videos... And you claim you're raising money for a good cause. And now the question is, were you actually financing your political campaign? You think that's not a, an issue that your potential constituents should know about? Wow. According to the Washington Post, her husband's an attorney. Good Lord. Really? Why? Between an attorney, God, even a pathetic attorney, and I don't know that he is, I'm just saying any attorney, any attorney anywhere, right? That's a six-figure gig. Do you know any attorneys making less than 100 large? Because I don't, but maybe there are. And she's a nurse practitioner. Got news for you, another six-figure job. So you're making 200 grand? I think that's on the low side, but that's just me. So you're making 200 grand. You can't afford stuff. You got to go online and and sell your porno performances. God, that's weird. And she claims the exposure of the videos is quote an illegal invasion of my privacy. You're the one who made them and posted them. I didn't go looking for them. I still haven't seen them, and, and God willing, I'm not going to. Legal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me and my family. No, it's not designed to humiliate you and your family. You're the one who did these things, which may very well result in humiliation for you and your family. It won't intimidate me and it won't silence me. My political opponents and their Republican allies have proven they're willing to commit a sex crime to attack me and my family because there's no line they won't cross to silence women when they speak up. I'll give it a break, except you and I both know. We've been hearing from the reporter class, have we not? That's what they think is the issue. As they continue to do the uh, the bidding for fellow democrats i'm telling you right now 
the one piece of solid reporting on this seems to be the Washington Post. Then take a look at everything floating around locally. Seems like a lot more uh, designed to defend. But what are you going to do? All right, we got a lot of stuff we are dealing with this afternoon, and believe it or not, it it is not, not all about this. That's all. That's all. Uh, we've got John McGuire coming up at uh, 535, and it looks like we're going to have ourselves an impeachment, or at least there's the beginning of it, the impeachment inquiry. Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, is on board with that, says, yeah, we've got to do it. And I know that people are trying to figure out what the uh, what the reasoning is here. And is it a full impeachment? Well, what it does, it provides much broader subpoena power to the House of Representatives. That's the reasoning here. There's a lot of information, and we know, we know that the real reporters and serious journalists in D.C. are not going to do anything. So, it's important. It's important that the House get down to business and take a look at La Josa Nostra. Take a look at this gang of grifters inside the White House. Man, they, they sully the White House every single solitary day. So we'll talk a little bit more about that and... Uh, I've got a couple of Virginia Democrats, apparently, who are very, very supportive of the porn candidate. And uh, you may or may not be surprised when you learn who they are. Hey, a couple of things that we'll be discussing, I'm sure, as I address the uh, Henrico County GOP. It's September the 19th. If you'd like to come out to it, uh, I think we'd love to have you, right? I think you just... Uh, you got to go, you got to purchase tickets or something. HenricoGOP.com, HenricoGOP.com. Visit their, their website, or you can visit them online as well, or on that Facebook, rather. Look for Henrico GOP. But again, that's going to be one week from tonight. I'll be the keynote speaker. Uh, I think it's uh, it's over at Atlas 42. I know it's over at Atlas 42. There we go, Atlas 42 in the West End. But you can find out more details on Facebook. You look for Henrico GOP or online HenricoGOP.com. It is 4:14. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. 4:22. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. I do remind you about the uh, the text line 804. 1140. Remember that? Used to be the. No, well, it starts with 833 now. 833 804. 1140. 833 804. 1140. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am trying to uh, piece together the text. I, I, I've mentioned this to you. This is one of the major drawbacks difficult to put them together but let's see uh jeff look who has endorsed her meaning Susanna gibson uh for the second straight day the democrat party of virginia did not answer questions about gibson and declined comment several virginia democrats who have campaigned with gibson including U.S. Senator Tiny Tim Kaine and Congresswoman Abigail Spamberger, were also silent on the story, offering no comments. Ah, how about that? Well, I, I think that's interesting. Tiny Tim Kaine just now has nothing to say about it. Wow. Hmm. 
What about Abigail Spamberger? Yeah, you know her. I'm not surprised. Look, she has no problem, as you know, with guys coming into uh, girls' locker rooms and bathrooms and stuff. She, both of those folks, Tiny Tim Kane and Abigail Spamberger, would be in the oh gosh, I can't define what a woman is category. Do you think maybe they should be watching Susanna Gibson's videos? And, 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 well, it might enlighten them a little bit about this whole who's a boy, who's a girl thing. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, speaking of those real reporters, why is all the reporting on? And who knows? We just can't even. Uh, yeah. Doesn't even come up. All right. Uh, why is all the reporting on WRVA regarding the inmate who escaped from St. Mary's Hospital? Now mentioning only his arm tattoo. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it, yeah, yeah. Cutthroat tattoo on his arm. Well, that's, that's an identifying mark. I, I thought for a second that uh, they were back to talking about the video. Jeff, Susanna Gibson's husband is an attorney, and uh, I, I feel really bad for her children. It's just plain old poor judgment. Jeff, how could a person's privacy be invaded when they're putting it all out there for people to see? Well, that that would be a a big question. Yeah. Oh, I see. Jeff, instead of the arm tattoo, wouldn't a description of this guy's face be of more importance in terms of identification? Eh, Probably. Jeff, I am old enough to remember when a potential political candidate would be concerned about whether there could be anything in their past that would be considered as negative. Has our society changed that much, and have we lowered the bar for accepted behavior too much? Yes and yes. Uh, She made the videos. She posted the videos, but somehow it's everybody else's fault. That is the typical liberal mindset. That's Danny and New Kent. Liberalism. Find a cure. Yeah. All right. All right. We've got the governor down in uh, New Mexico declaring that uh, your constitutional rights given by God are no longer yours. Think about that. Got a note here that says, Jeff, um, the Democrats will continue to embrace her, meaning Susanna Gibson. After all, they embrace all kinds of other freakish stuff that's way worse than what she's done. What a joke, though. So sad where that party is gone. And you know what? She'll definitely get a bunch of offers to make more movies. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Mrs. Gibson goes to the Capitol. Right? Oh. Uh, Doctor does Dallas. No, she's not in Dallas. That's not going to work. Um, nurse does New Kent. No, that doesn't quite work. Uh, nurse. Well, you get the idea. I, I guarantee you. she get a whole load of... Uh, opportunities somebody else says jeff how embarrassing for her kids another question isn't that a version of prostitution well i I don't think so Uh, simply because i mean there's no physical contact between the customer and her but man it paints a very very bad picture 427 jeff katz news radio wrva 435 435, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon. The only thing I'm thinking about with the Susanna Gibson. No, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm focused on this race, and I'm thinking she could now say that she will go the extra mile 
for constituent service. Whatever need her constituents might have, she will be there for them. She can handle things. I guess. Now, I, all kidding aside, if you're if you're running for a state delegate seat, you're you're probably you're probably going to be out knocking on doors, and maybe she just thought, you know, I got a different way to go on this. Rather than walking the district, knocking on doors, why don't we, uh, you know, just fire up fire up the old bedroom camera here? We don't have to go asking people to donate to the campaign. We don't have to ask people for their vote. We'll just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Does she survive the chore? She survives it. What, what the heck? Virginia Democrats don't care. But it is funny to see that even Virginia Democrats are turning and running from her. Maybe not tiny Tim Kaine. I mean, he might be running from her, but who the heck would know? Because, you know, his feet go like a cartoon character. All right. It is uh, Tuesday afternoon. You know, on Tuesday afternoons, we uh, uh, we do a lot of talking about tech, but how it uh, impacts us in the real world. My buddy Craig Peterson joins us every uh, Tuesday afternoon. And, and this week's newsletter is filled with all sorts of good stuff, Craig, including uh, printers that are now so smart they can vote for me, right? Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah, yeah. This is this is fascinating because I've been following what's been going on with Carrie Lake and the election over there in Arizona, and she finally won in a court case a the right to look at the voting machines. And Carrie Lake's attorney, his name is Kurt Olson went in and had a look at it and said, um, okay, here, here's the problem. Over 200,000 of about 250,000 vote, votes were completely rejected. Now, remember, Republicans tend to vote on election day. Democrats tend to vote in advance. So those states, and uh, you know who you are, who have early voting, uh, the beautiful thing about that is you know, okay, this person voted, so I don't have to send a mailing to them, I don't have to send a canvasser to their house, so they're saving a whole lot of money. But in this case, with Carrie Lake's race, apparently what happened is these machines were either uh, had malware on them or were incompetently configured. Because here's how it works out there. Have, you've got a printer at home, right? Yes, Jeff? sir. You must yep. have a printer of some sort. And, and you, you print a document, and have you noticed on there, there's a little box on that print page that says, make the document fit on the paper, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you've got this small thing, you can make a, the print to fill the whole page or vice versa. Well, what was happening is the reason that over three quarters of all of these votes were thrown out is that the printers were printing the voting pages for the tabulators the wrong size. So when they went into the tabulating machines and they looked at them and they scanned them, well, everything was out of whack. So they rejected the Republicans' votes in Arizona. So, yeah, it had complete incompetence at the very least. His, her attorney, Kurt Olson, is claiming that there was malware on there. But, you know, I try never to chalk up to, to evildoers what can easily be attributed to just, frankly, incompetence. 
Yeah, you know what, Craig? I'm with you. I'm I'm one of those guys who each and every morning shaves with Occam's razor, but I I got to tell you something. Every once in a while, I look at this. If you're rejecting two hundred thousand Republican ballots, that. Man, I'm sorry. That just stinks to high heaven. It really, really does. Yeah, it sure does. Of course, they weren't all Republican ballots, but they were vast majority Republican ballots. And what's the other interesting thing about this, Jeff? It looks like these rejections were mostly in Republican-leaning counties. Oh, All right, now look. I'm telling you. I've got my two razors, Occam's and Handlin's, and that should be covering all of this, but man, oh man, no! All right, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm telling you, Craig, I am feeling like that guy right about now. Yeah, It, it, it really is crazy, you know, when you get down to it, um, you know, there's a lot of hardworking people that work at the government, and, and but many people, when it comes to technology, are in over their heads, government yep. or private sector, right? Yep. And to to hear, I read some of this testimony by the so-called experts that have been brought in by Kerry Lake's campaign was, as part of the suit. And these so-called experts, you know, between us girls here, uh, frankly, they didn't know what they're talking about. It, it, it's just, it shocks me how, how bad it is out there right now. Oh my God. Well, that inspires confidence, Craig. My, my friend Craig Peterson. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, Craig is guided up to join us every week. I always tell people that uh, you've got to sign up for his newsletter. You go to craigpeterson.com. You can read all his great stuff. And one of the things that you've got this week... Uh, there are whales amongst us, and, and some of us don't even realize that we're, quote, whales. And, man, we're the target for a lot of people, are we not? Oh, my gosh. If you are a business person, if you are retired and you have money in an account, the the hosers that are out there, uh, hosers being an old Canadian reference to people that hosed gasoline out of gas tanks during the Depression, now they're hosing money out of your accounts, your savings. They're looking for people who have executive titles. You know, you put stuff in your social media accounts, and I've got a whole special thing on tips this week, 10 of them that I use for social media. But if you put in social media or you put in LinkedIn that I have a business or, you know, I'm independently wealthy. And right. I saw that, I think, on yours, right? Oh, yeah, yeah right. Well, but, um, yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to say independent of wealth, but... Wealth. Uh, oh, okay. So they're looking... There. They're looking for you, and and they're calling you a whale, kind of like they do out in Vegas, right? And so they're taking all of this chat GPT type of technology that's out there and using it to find you and then go ahead and attack you. And they, they attack you by these phishing attacks now. But it's a special type of phishing attack. It's called a whale attack because what they're trying to do, of course, is get you somebody who has money. Yeah. Now, you you mentioned some of your uh, social media tips, and and that's one of those things, whether I want to be on social media or not, and there are days when I'm thinking, oh, the last thing I want to do is be on social media. The reality is it is now part of uh, of all of my job responsibilities and what I do personally and the rest of it, but you had some pretty good tips. Now, you had 10. I don't want you to give everybody 10. Give everybody a couple so that way they're they're prompted to go to uh, craigpeterson.com and sign up for that newsletter. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, and I go into a lot more detail if you click through on the newsletter. But people will send you a friend request or think of Facebook, and you look at it and say, I'm not sure who that person is, but, you know, I'll let them in. Because they said, you know, they went to school with me, do you know so-and-so, yeah. et cetera, right? But that's one of the tactics that these hosers are using now because they look at you and say, well, I want to find out when Jeff's going on vacation, when, when the family's going to be out, when different things are happening, what neighborhood he's in. Nowadays, you post a picture on social media, you can put that into Google and find out exactly where it is, especially if you're in a more famous area, right? Obviously not in the middle of nowhere, but uh, right. so you've got to be careful because they'll friend you, then they'll follow you. They'll use that information to come after you. That, that's just one of the tips, Jeff, and it's, it's an important one. Don't accept friend requests from people that you really don't know. Well, I am ahead of the gang on that because I don't accept friend requests from people I really do know. Because I just I want I want to be left alone, pain in the rear end with this. Hey, uh, Craig, do me a favor uh, for folks to get those other nine tips plus a whole lot more. Uh, give them the uh, the exact website they need to go to, please. All right, it's my website, craigpeterson.com, peterson.com slash subscribe, and it is absolutely free, and we spend, my wife and I, hours on this every week just to get great, important information out. You do a great job. I appreciate you being here, my friend. That is Craig Peterson. Again, craigpeterson.com, craigpeterson.com. You can use a slash subscribe. Go right to the uh, subscription page. It is absolutely free of charge. All sorts of great tips. And, and I mean some wonderful stuff with uh, security issues as well. I mean, Craig is always ahead of this. That is his day job, if you will, and his, his uh, very gracious uh, hobby is letting all the rest of us know exactly what's going on. CraigPeterson.com. CraigPeterson.com. 445, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 22 years ago today, Joe Biden was at ground zero. Except he wasn't. Except once again, this presidential meat puppet of ours has lied. Just flat out lied. And and, and we going to call him out on this? Well, it depends who you are. If you are part of the legacy news media, the answer is no, of course not. Oh, you know, he just misspoke. He was in Washington, D.C. How did he misspeak? You were there at Ground Zero? Make no mistake. September the 12th, 2001, Ground Zero was still like an inferno. You would have known if you were there. Unless, of course, you're dealing with some sort of degenerative cognitive issue. Unless, of course, your mind, which wasn't all that sharp to begin with, is really melting down. He is so far out of his league, it would be laughable were it not for the fact that you and I deal with all of his screw-ups. Every time there's a screw-up from Joe Biden, you and I pay the price. Where was he yesterday, September the 11th? 
Well, he chose not to be at any of the important sites. He didn't go to Ground Zero. He didn't go to the Pentagon. He didn't go to Shanksville. He and his staff made a decision at some point that he would not go to any of those places. Why? Because he's a despicable human being? Yes, that is absolutely part of it. Because his White House is staffed with Barack Obama acolytes who are also despicable human beings? Yes, that is absolutely part of it. This is a concerted effort on the part of the Bidenistas and the Obamatons to convince Americans that January 6th was somehow, some way, more important than September the 11th. That's what they're doing right now. This is intentional. I'm going to uh, share a couple of snippets right after the uh, the 5 o'clock news. But remember, he lied to us again. He got caught lying to us again. He is such a meandering, bizarre, twisted human being. And despite all of the carefully crafted narratives, oh, he's a good family guy, Jeff, except for that, you know, seventh granddaughter he doesn't acknowledge. He's done a fine job as a father. I mean, just look at his uh, son, Fredo, uh, great accomplishments there. He is a despicable, bottom-feeding phony. That is who and what he is today. It is what he has always been. He's never been a good person. And he is delivering now to the United States of America the service we've ever seen in a president, except I don't know that he really knows what's going on. This is Barack Obama's third term. Remember all that talk about fundamentally transforming the nation? There's a lot of fundamental transformation going on right about now, don't you think? It is an ugly, ugly time. That's why these upcoming elections are so, so important. Tomorrow morning, my friend John Reed will be here at 6 a.m. Please make sure you are listening to John. Of course, get there right at 6 because you got Gary Hess, probably the, uh, the best news guy on the radio, my friends. You've got to listen to Gary. It is 456, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA, Tuesday afternoon, half hour from now. State Delegate John McGuire is going to be here. John, as you know, I hope, running for State Senate, was instrumental in crafting the state budget, getting all sorts of great credits, opportunities, and benefits for Military, retired, law enforcement, teachers. Great stuff there. Uh, quick uh, quick reminder, I'll be uh, the keynote speaker a week from today. Henrico County GOP is doing one of their big events. It's over at uh, Atlas 42. Great, great location, by the way. The West End. And you can, you can come out. And you, there's a ticket. you got to buy a ticket, I think, right? Yeah. 
HenricoGOP.com is their website, HenricoGOP.com. You can uh, also check them out on Facebook. Again, you're looking for uh, Henrico GOP. I'm excited about it. I really am. I think it'll be a great, great uh, turnout and have great fun uh, delivering that speech. So I have been uh, carefully reviewing and uh, analyzing, trying to ask the uh, probing questions about the uh, nurse practitioner who has the uh, the porn stuff out there. And uh, I, I just can't answer all of them. So tomorrow at 5.05, I am calling in someone who, uh, well, let's just say that his, his business have, for years now has been the adult entertainment world. So if anybody's going to know anything about porn, uh, it's going to be him. I know it sounds weird, but uh, he'll, he'll be with us 5.05 tomorrow i'm not going to tell you who it is just yet but i think you'll uh, you'll be impressed with his uh, his his background in that that world uh, if you are not familiar with what it is that we're talking about there is a candidate for uh state house of delegates i mean you've heard and listened and read some of this uh, uh news coverage which is attempting god it's so hysterical attempting attempting to paint her as the victim. Why well, she just she just made some videos and now these mean Republicans are breaking the law and she's not gonna be silenced. Sweetheart, nobody silenced you. From what I understand, these are some loud videos that you made. You made them. I didn't ask you to make them. I didn't ask you a doggone thing about your personal life. In fact, I got to tell you, in all candor, I don't really care. You, your husband, you, you, you do you and, and you. Not my business. Isn't that the way it is for most of us? You got friends. They've got kids. You know, at some point, but you don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm not telling anybody, I'm not sharing anything, and I'm not asking any questions. Because it's not my business. But when you stand up, or or sit down, or I mean, whatever it is that you did, you asked people for their vote, Ms. Gibson. You said to them, I am trustworthy. And by the way, on the side, I'm doing porn. Even people who don't mind you doing porn, and I got news for you, I think there are plenty of people who would say, eh, not my business. Right? You got some weird thing going on, you and your husband like to, I don't know. And I don't want to know. You're swinging naked from the chandeliers in your house. You know, you got, uh, I don't know, you're... You're, you're swinging naked from the shit. You know, now my mind is, is, is just going crazy. Your husband's pretending to be George of the Jungle. He's wearing like a sheet and nothing else, and he's swinging from the chandeliers. And, and you're Jane. Okay, well, have at it. I don't want to know. Your husband is dressed up in this big furry costume because he's going to be the sheep and you are going to be little Bo Peep. Once again, not my business. You do you, and you. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. But man, when you are asking people for their vote, 
Now people are a little concerned. And then there's this question, were you actually raising money for your campaign by doing this? I know a lot of people running for office. And you know what happens with them? They they don't wear out their mattress. They wear out the soles on their shoes because they're going door to door, knocking on doors. It's crazy. Does she have voters or does she have fans? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. I know I read her uh, her campaign mailer. I'll share it with you because you, you may not live in her district either. Susanna Gibson standing up to special interests. Susanna Gibson's roots run deep in Virginia where she was born and raised. As a wife, a mother of two, a seasoned uh, nurse practitioner and an accomplished public health specialist. Her family has embraced Western Henrico as their home for more than a decade. Inspired by her genuine passion for ensuring the well-being of the community. Well, I'll bet you there's some guys over there hoping she's got uh, real passion to provide constituent service and all that good stuff. Anyway, let's go back to uh, uh, Joe Biden for a moment. No, seriously, here, hold my Bud Light as we go back to Joe Biden. Joe Biden is, is just a demented, doddering fool. We, we, we all pretty much agree on that, right? Take a listen, if you would. Cut number one, please. I just think that there are other things on leaders' minds, and they respond to what's needed at the time. And look, nobody likes having celebrated international meetings if you don't know what you want at the meeting, if you don't have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, we, talk, we talked about we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the, uh, excuse me, third world, the, uh, the, the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change. It had access. We, it wasn't confrontational at all. Thank, thank you, everybody. This ends thank, the count press thank, conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Yep, that's it. Sorry, it's bedtime for Bonzo. He's got to go. He's already ventured off his uh, pre-scripted points. That's it. You can tell he's tired. His 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 eyelids are moving just slightly slower than they do when he's wide awake. You can tell he's tired. Twenty-one, Jeff Dads, News Radio WBA. Couple of uh, other things I'd like you to take a listen to. Yesterday, Joe Biden was intentionally not at Ground Zero, intentionally not at the Pentagon, intentionally not in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Why? Because the leftists in America are doing everything humanly possible to take the meaning away from September the 11th. That is their goal. Their goal is for you to be outraged by January the 6th and to forget as much as possible what happened to this nation on September the 11th, 2001. Peter Ducey from Fox, of course, getting the skinny on this. Cut number six. 
Well, uh, our focus the last couple days has been on President Biden here in South Asia. And when I asked a White House official why it is that President Biden was here and missing the 9-11 commemorations at the attack sites, the analogy that I was given is that 22 years after Pearl Harbor, U.S. presidents were not still going to visit Hawaii. Wow. You do understand, because you're smart. This is an effort on the part of the leftists to make January the 6th the biggest, worst thing that ever happened in America. And, that, you know, that's Trump. And they got a couple of buzzwords now. Modern extremism. Modern day extremism. Yep, that's code for Donald Trump. Now, it's kind of bizarre because here you have former President Trump who is dominating the Republican Party primary process. I mean, it, 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 it's... I don't care how much you like the other folks. And, and quite frankly, I like a lot of the other folks. The, the numbers are huge for former President Trump. Does he wind up winning the nomination? I, I don't know. I don't do predictions. But uh, if, if you're looking at it now, man, it's tough for anybody else to get even close. And then start taking a look at the polls that are out there for the general election. President Trump beats... President Biden. It's all right there. And there are a number of other Republicans who also beat Joe Biden. But the point is the left is desperate. Desperate. And they're pulling every trick they can out of the book. Oh, there's a <laughs> there's a kid uh, who is uh, well, uh, he has been he, he's been traumatized as he has uh, moved to the suburbs. Uh, can you just take a listen, please, to cut number two? So I just uh, moved to the suburbs from San Francisco. Everything looks a little bit pale orange because California is on fire. So uh, that's that's that. Um, but what really makes me feel unsafe here is the vast amount of American flags I see. Like, I walked around, like, uh, like a three, four, five block radius. Uh, and I saw so many American flags and that makes me feel so unsafe. Like, I, I, I'm afraid of the people here. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like you're a moron. God, what a maroon. You are a nitwit's nitwit. <laughs> what a maroon. I know. <laughs> I feel really unsafe. I came here from San Francisco. Well, go back. Honest to God, I don't see anybody in the video keeping you from going back. Oh, I walked around a couple of blocks. I, 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 I beg to differ. I'm looking at you. I don't think you've ever walked a couple of blocks in your life. Well, I, I walked around a lot of flag, American flags. Would you have felt more comfortable with um, Soviet flags? Russian flags? Chinese flags? I mean, you tell me. Which flags would have made you feel safe? Well, like, uh, like, uh, like if there were no flags, that would be like really good. Or like if there were a lot of rainbow flags, or if there were a lot of like you know uh, flags with pictures of unicorns on them, or 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 if there was a flag with a picture of my cuddle puppy on. Eh, dude, listen, give it a rest already. Already, seriously. Oh, I don't feel safe. 
I don't know how to break it to you. You are safer at this moment than you've ever been in your life. John McGuire, state delegate, is going to join us at 535. It's 526, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Tuesday. Tomorrow, oh my goodness, we've got some marvelous folks dropping by. I don't even want to tip my hand on that, but I I do have to share a piece of, uh, well, I would say breaking news that I I, I just received. There is now an uh, official endorsement out in Goochland. In the Commonwealth's attorney's race, John Lumpkins has picked up the endorsement of Governor George Allen. Now, that's a huge, huge, huge endorsement. So my congratulations to John Lumpkins. He's the Republican, you know, in uh, Goochland County. So I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, My friend John McGuire has been serving in our House of Delegates and is currently running for state Senate. I ran into him for just a couple of moments. I mean, I don't know, five minutes maybe at the uh, NRA uh, Foundation uh, event the other night and uh, asked him if he'd come on just to bring us up to date on everything he's doing because you, John, were mentioned prominently by House Speaker Todd Gilbert as, as just being one of the keys, one of the main movers and shakers to get that state budget done. Uh, to help out Governor Yunkin. Uh, hey, hey, Jeff, thanks for having me on. It was great to see you at the NRA banquet. Um, you know, it was a big team effort. You know, all of us contribute, uh, all the relationships, all the back and forth from the chairman, Barry Knight, Governor Yunkin, Todd Gilbert, and everybody else. We got the biggest amount of tax cuts for Virginia citizens that we could get with a Democrat state Senate. But, you know, I'm running for state Senate so we can un-California Virginia and put more money back into the people's pockets. For some reason, the Democrats think they can spend your money better than you. Uh, but we got a lot done, and I'd love to tell you about it. Yeah, tell me, tell me a little bit about uh, what came forward from that uh, that new state budget. So, uh, so one thing is, uh, you know, you remember last year, Governor Yunkin returned four billion dollars back to the people in tax uh, incentives or mm-hmm. tax rebates. That's right. And this year, we got another one. Billion fifty, I guess one. I guess one point zero five billion back. So we got another addition into that four billion we got last year. Um, you may remember uh, Governor Yunkin asked me to carry a bill to reduce taxes on veteran retirement pay uh, a year ago, and we passed it. Forty thousand dollars will not be taxed for retired veterans. But in the negotiations, the Democrats had to be age fifty five. And so whereas a lot of veterans were happy, <clears throat> a lot of uh, people retire from the military, you know, at 38, 39, 40 years old. And in other states, when they retire, they get that benefit instantly. So for us to be more competitive for North Carolina, for example, last week in the budget, we eliminated that age 55 requirement. That means we lowered taxes for every retired uh, Virginia veteran last Wednesday in the budget. So I'm really excited about that. And you may remember, Jeff, that this year we'll have an oversight or whatever reason you want to give. They eliminated that uh, tax-free holiday for school supplies, yeah. hurricane supplies, and things like that. So this budget puts it back in the system, and I think that's October 21, 22, 23. This year, it'll be uh, a tax holiday for people, people buying school supplies, 
hurricane preparedness stuff and things like that. So I think that's pretty good. Uh, we increased the uh, individual deduction and uh, standard deduction and the for single filers and double. Uh, I believe the double uh, filing would be seventeen thousand dollars. So it's increasing to give the folks a little bit of break from this ridiculous economy that we've got. Yep. And uh, you know, a couple of things that I've been working on really hard, and I'm really excited to have in the budget. One was we eliminated the age 55 thing. Now. Again, it was a team effort, but I appreciate Todd Gilbert giving me credit for that. Um, also, we have this new therapy for Navy SEALs and Rangers that are dealing with uh, traumatic brain injury from explosions in Afghanistan and Iraq. We've developed a new therapy that helps uh, repair the mind or the brain, and it's groundbreaking. Even the FDA is like, wow. And this is, so we got a bill, we got the money passed to help law enforcement folks and uh, veterans. Uh, basically deal with maybe mental illness or injury, they've given this therapy to autistic kids who can never speak, and now they can speak. It's groundbreaking. Uh, they've given it to folks that are addicted to opioids, and they're no longer addicted. And so we got a $1 million uh, uh, amount going to Virginia Tech to research this and do more tests with the FDA so that the public can benefit from what the military has learned about repairing the mind from these traumatic injuries over the last 20 years at war in Afghanistan and Iraq. So, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, I led the charge on that with uh, uh, Senator Cosgrove. So he carried on the Senate side. I carried it on the House side. We got it done. And Virginia Tech will be the lead on that research. So I'm excited to be part of that. You know, uh, Lake Anna, Louisa County is in my House of Delegate uh, District for six years. And it's also going to be in my state Senate seat. And we got an additional one $1 million to uh, mitigate the harmful algae bloom that can harm swimmers, boaters, and people that live on Lake Anna. It's one of the uh, one of the busier tourist places in Virginia these days, and we want to make sure we keep people safe. So, you know, there's a whole lot uh, that goes into the budget, but those are some things. There are some highlights. Uh, but do you remember a bill that we uh, had in uh, there was all over the news earlier this year while we were in session called Sage's Law. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yes, I do. So that's all over the news right now. Turning Point USA, Breitbart, Fox News. Everybody's talking about that bill. And I got four national interviews on that. And I said, why are y'all interviewing me? And they said, well, your testimony was so strong. And basically what it was about, parental rights. This young girl, not in Loudoun County, but in Abamax County, decided she was a boy. The school did not tell the parents. In fact, they encouraged her, gave her websites and things that taught her about LGBTQ, and she ended up getting human trafficked and sexually abused up and down the East Coast. Uh, at some point, the FBI said, uh, you're probably not going to see your daughter again, but Mama Bear found her in Texas and she's home. So we put in a bill called Sage's Law, and it says that if your child thinks that they are a different sex, they have to immediately tell the parents which they failed to do in this case, so that it never happened to another child. And it passed the House, and it got over to the Senate. And when it, during testimony, quite a few Democrats said that we can't tell parents because parents don't have their child's best interest. And I don't know about you, Jeff, but that sounds like communism, where they believe the children belong to the state. That's right. And so what I said is I said that um, I don't care what government program, entity, politician you come up with, no one will ever love a child more than a parent. Mm -hmm. And it's about parental rights. And so that bill failed. 
in the Democrat-held state Senate because for some reason they have these children last policies and they want to take power away from parents. So I'm praying that all of your listeners will rally and make sure we get a Republican majority in the state Senate and the House of Delegates so we can un-California Virginia and as Governor Youngkin says, return power back to the parents. I'm probably going on a lot, Jeff. No, there's so much going on, John, and this piece is such a vital component of why uh, Republicans need to be running both the House of Delegates and the State Senate in the majority, because if you've got a Democrat State Senate that says, we don't believe parents have their children's best interest at heart, I got news for you, that is a fundamental disagreement. That's insanity. That's, that is the belief on their part that somehow my kids belong to them, and, and, and it's my God-given responsibility, my sacred obligation to raise my children and teach them right from wrong and do right by them, but 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 also hold them accountable. And and, and I'm sorry, John, I don't want to be, uh, you know, over the top, man, but you're not getting my kids. It's just not going to happen. Oh, I know. And, you know, homeschool kids in Virginia and nationally, they score 80% above the national average in reading, writing, and arithmetic because they're not being indoctrinated they're not being taught how to hate. They're actually being taught how to read, write, and do arithmetic. Uh, and one of the things that Governor Yunkin ran on was teaching kids how to think, not what to think, and to get divisive ideologies out of the classroom. And we're having a difficult uh, time doing that with the Democrat state Senate. So, again, I think we got our best chance ever to win in November. I agree with you. Listen, I've had a uh, John McGuire for state Senate sign uh, up on my lawn. It's, it's sign number one. and uh, It is. It is. That day when you're sworn into the state Senate because I got a sneaking suspicion you're going to do well, I want you to sign. I'm going to put it someplace safe. Uh, folks still need to know about you. Folks still need to know about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Give everybody your website, would you please? Sure. Thanks, Jeff. It's McGuireForVirginia.com. That's M-C-G-U-I-R-E-F-O-R and Virginia spelled out dot com. So McGuire for Virginia dot com. I love it. John, I appreciate you being here, my friend. I look forward to uh, seeing you again soon. And I think there are a lot of us who are, are really working hard to uh, help Governor Yunkin fulfill his pledge to make Virginia the best place to live, work and raise a family. Amen. God bless you, brother. God bless you. That is John McGuire. He is going to be my state senator. Make no mistake about it. No, I don't do predictions, but I'm telling you, uh, just nobody better running uh, than John McGuire. I will tell you something. You've got some other folks who are going to need your help. My uh, my friend, Dr. Siobhan Donovan, State Senator Siobhan Donovan, it's it's a new district. They took the piece of Hanover out. That, that she was my state senator. She's a great lady. And uh, she's all Henrico now. So, Henrico, you got to step up and help her out. It is 545. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 552, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Uh, you remember Jen Psaki? She was uh, the Minister of Propaganda for, uh, for Joe Biden. You remember her, right? Little Red Lion Hood. Uh, she continues to advance this uh, Democrat lie, it's, it's what it is, that uh, Democrats are not in favor of these uh, acts of infanticide, you know, where they wait right until the baby is born, and then they decide, you know, uh, live, die, thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, it's, it's really a truly disgusting thing. 
And in truly disgusting fashion, uh, Jen Psaki over on MSNBC had something to say. Just, just so you know, it was MSNBC, so no, I, I watch MSNBC so that you don't have to. Really, it, it is okay. You're, you're, you're welcome. Cut number four. According to new reporting from NBC, Republican strategists are exploring a shift away from pro-life messaging on abortion after consistent Election Day losses for the GOP when reproductive rights were on the ballot. The reporting details a closed-door meeting this past week where Senate Republicans were presented with poll results that showed the term pro-life no longer resonated with voters. No kidding. Senator Josh Hawley actually said this with a straight face. Many voters think pro-life means you're for no exceptions in favor of abortion ever. The little memo to Mr. Hawley. In Missouri, which is the state you represent, abortion law makes no exceptions for rape or incest. No exceptions for rape or incest. But they don't seem to be wrapped up in these pesky little details of the actual impact of the policy. Because they are seeking a rebrand. Pro-life now becomes, in the words of Indiana Senator Todd Young, pro-baby. Pro-baby. I hate to break it to you, but if you call broccoli candy, it's still just broccoli. If you tie a really nice bow around a lump of coal, it is still coal under there. The branding isn't the problem here. The policy is the problem. And no matter what they call it, the truth is the Republican platform has long been pro-life. But for the sake of argument, because there should always be a bridge back to good policymaking, in Washington, D.C. especially, if they wanted to be pro-baby, Maybe they should stop opposing new child care and parental leave programs or food stamps for low-income women and young children. I could go on. It is hard to roll out an effective rebrand for a product that customers hate. That's a big old marketing tool piece of advice for you. And if I were them, I also wouldn't want to run in a platform of anti-rights, anti-choice, anti-women either. What a maroon. Let me say this to you, madam. If you're looking for rebranding, there is in all candor nobody who's done it better than your side. You took infanticide, which is what you engage in, and then you changed it to abortion. And and then you changed it to women's health care. Now you've somehow decided it's it's women's rights. I mean, there's a lot of rebranding going on. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, call me crazy. I will use all the old-fashioned terms. Uh, I'll use pro-life or I'll use pro-baby. I think either one is appropriate. But I'm also going to use the appropriate term for you and what you believe in, and that is infanticide. Your beliefs are the ones that are completely and totally out of whack with the real world. They are absolutely shameful oh speaking of shameful tomorrow we will further examine the uh uh the porn delegate or i'm sorry the wannabe porn delegate uh, susanna gibson uh, she is uh, well she's been exposed as someone who has made a apparently a bunch of porno flicks online i, I mean they're you know they're 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 it's her and it's her husband and they're doing what you want them to do, and all they ask for are some tokens, which apparently translates into money, and there are questions now about whether that money is being used to finance her campaign for House of Delegates. It, it, it's a bizarre, twisted thing. There's just no way to look at it and come away thinking, oh, yeah, this makes perfect sense. 
So tomorrow at 5.05, I'm calling in an expert in the world of adult entertainment, because that's what it is, right? It, it's, it's adult entertainment. Uh, he'll be with us at 5.05. I'm just going to leave it as a surprise right now. We've also got uh, Aaron Barr tomorrow, who is running for Commonwealth's attorney down in Chesterfield County. And again, a huge announcement, a major endorsement just about 15 minutes ago. Former Governor George Allen has officially endorsed John Lumpkins for Commonwealth's attorney in Goochland County. That is a major, major endorsement for John Lumpkins. And uh, as you know, uh, there, there's a hot race going on out there, and I'm, I'm trying to follow that as best I can. Hey, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., make sure you're here for my friend John Reed. Of course, my friend Gary Hess, uh, just uh, one of the best news guys anywhere. You'll hit him right at 6 a.m. and then right into John's show. Have a fantastic evening. God willing, you and I get the chance to do this all over again tomorrow, starting at 3. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.